Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Monday, February 28th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. The latest in Ukraine and what that means for D.C., what's on the mind of one of the Senate's top Ukraine thinkers, and who we're watching this week. Let's get into it. The Russia's invasion of Ukraine is completely reshifting the geopolitical landscape uh, to an astonishing degree. Uh, there were wor- worldwide protests uh, all over the news yesterday. The UN Security Council voted to convene an emergency session of the General Assembly, only the 11th such session since 1950. Uh, Germany is is ramping up its defense budget. The EU has shut down airspace to Russian civilian flights. That is a big deal. As an aviation geek, it's very difficult to get from uh Europe and Asia to the United States or to anywhere, frankly, uh, without overflying Russian airspace. The British oil giant BP is exiting a stake with Rosneft, a Russian oil company. And uh, how should we think about this crisis in the U.S.? Here's a couple uh, of quick thoughts going into this week. Biden is shockingly weak in his most recent public opinion polls. 37% approval, 55% disapproval. That's really bad. 51% of respondents in a USA Today Suffolk poll said the U.S. economy is in a depression or recession. Uh, These are horrible numbers for Biden going into uh, in an election year already. Biden has done a good job, though, rallying Western support against Russia. Um, All everything that he has called for has been done. More military aid to the Ukrainians, kicking Russian banks out of SWIFT, ending Nord Stream 2. Um, Republicans won't give Biden any credit for it, but they uh, they continue to say he's weak and uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal has helped uh, put Putin's plans into motion. And that may or may not be true, but that's not a debate that is terribly worth having right now. So the State of the Union is obviously a huge moment for Biden. It's always a huge moment for the for a president. But this is a president now in the midst of a global crisis trying to push a domestic agenda and uh, uh, international agenda. And um, it's just a massive moment for the president. We spoke about this. Yes, we wrote about this yesterday in our State of the Union preview, which came out on Sunday. And again, just a massive moment for Joe Biden. The Republican Party now, I mean, a complete mess over Ukraine. Donald Trump has repeatedly praised Putin as a genius and trashed Biden. Trump has all but formally launched his own 2024 campaign, uh, but a Republican Party in the middle of a global crisis uh, has has taken the side of a tyrant, Vladimir Putin, over the people of Ukraine. Uh, this would end anybody else's career, but, you know, doesn't end Donald Trump's career, of course. Uh, imagine if Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama did that. Two points worth considering. Number one, every Republican lawmaker is going to be asked about, about, about Trump's comments on um when they come back to the Capitol today and tomorrow, every single Republican that reporters talk to are going to get asked about this. And um, I would say that Mitch McConnell and many Republican leaders won't have a problem dumping all over Putin and frankly, Trump Uh, happening today. Members and members of the house and senators are going to get a classified briefing on Ukraine, uh, a a massive crew coming to Capitol Hill and uh, Tony Blinken, 
the Secretary of State, Lloyd Austin, the uh, Defense Secretary, Avril Haines, the Director of National Intelligence, Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, the Energy Secretary, Commerce Secretary, Gina Raimondo, Deputy Treasury Secretary, Wally Adamo, USA Deputy Administrator, Isabel Coleman. Um, we expect a Ukraine assistance package to be included in the um, omnibus spending bill, which comes due March 11th, needs to get done. If that's not done by March 11th and they have to do another stopgap, I would imagine it will ride on its own. This could be upwards of um, $10 billion of aid to Ukraine, both military aid and domestic kind of humanitarian aid. Uh, two quick other notes. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has included Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparts to her the escort committee for the president uh, for the State of the Union. Sparts is a Ukrainian-American and a new, relatively new member of the House of Representatives. Also important, masks are now optional in the Capitol with COVID numbers uh, way down. The um, attending physician has suggested that you don't need to wear a mask all the time. It's up to you. And also masks are going to be optional for the State of the Union. Two big changes that are uh, going into place today. Number two story of the day, we spoke to Gene Shaheen, John Bresnahan, our um, co-founder, spoke to Gene Shaheen about the Ukraine crisis. Shaheen is a, a leading figure, along with Rob Portman, in the Ukraine space on Capitol Hill. Um, she was just in Ukraine a couple months, last month, frankly. Uh, here's a nugget from her, and we have the entire video in Punchbowl News this morning. When Here's one thing she said. When there's a dictator like Vladimir Putin who has no regard for the sovereignty of individual countries, no regard for human rights, who has no regard for the freedoms that we enjoy in the West and democracies, it's important to defend against that kind of authoritarianism and that kind of dictator, and that's exactly what NATO is about, and that's why Americans support it. Number three story of the day, who we're watching this week. This is pretty easy this week. Joe Biden obviously faces an enormous week. State of the Union, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, his nominee for the Supreme Court, uh, is going to be on Capitol Hill in the next couple days, beginning, I believe, Wednesday for courtesy calls with senators. Uh, he has to get a government funding bill through, or he has to. the Senate has to get a government funding, funding bill through. Also important, the the administration's Federal Reserve slate is stuck in the Senate Banking Committee still. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, another person we're watching this week, um, he's got a lot of unenviable tasks that have become part of his job. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar attended a conference of white nationalists and anti-Semites. Uh, he's going to have to say something. Pat Toomey, the Republican from Pennsylvania, is the top lawmaker on the Senate Banking Committee, top Republican on the Senate Banking Committee. He led a Republican boycott uh, against the Federal Reserve nominees. Where is he going to go here? Uh, Jay Powell is up on Capitol Hill this week. How is he? How are Democrats and Republicans going to get Biden's slate of Federal Reserve nominees through? No idea on that. That's a big problem for Biden, a big problem for Senate Democrats. They got to find a way and they have to find a way relatively soon. And with that, leave us a rating and review. Smash that follow button. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.